Shalom Aleichem and Biyaf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. Okay, Kiddushin Daf Pei Beis 82a at the second Mishnah. So it's probably 82a2. Pagination, we are on page 163. Pei Beis Amir The Mishnah states, Continuing on the theme of Yichud, that a man and woman are, are not allowed to be closeted together. So we know that there's a heter if there's a number of women, you have three women, so then a man is allowed to be together with them because we assume that the multiple number of women, if one of them would be interested in his overtures, but the others would make them embarrassed and intimidate them from such behavior because they're three. However, if a person is a suck of imhanoshim, he has his normal business dealings with women, lo yisyachid imhanoshim, he's not allowed to be doing yichud even with multiple women. Because if he's familiar with all of them, that he knows their language, their lingo, their shprach, as we say, and it's still a risky situation. And that's the way the Ramah Paskins in Hilchas Yichud, that even though once you have three women, it's normally permitted, but if a person's normal business dealings, he's into women's clothing, yeah. or he's into certain peddling items, so he, he's too familiar, and even that doesn't allow it, they would have to do something else to make it permitted for him to be with them. For lo yumad and now the Mishnah launches into a whole discussion of business professions. Mishnah says it's better not to train your child in a business that involves women. We'd rather you don't do that. Reb Meir Omer, Reb Meir said, A person should always teach his child a training, a business that is both clean and easy. And the Teferis Yisrael says, what Reb Meir is coming to tell us, is that people might want to choose for their child a umnes hanoshim, a business that involves women, because it is kalo, it is easy. It's schmoozy, it's friendly, it's, it's a light type of business. That's the way the Teferis Yisrael describes it. But it's not nakia, it's not clean. It's not morally a clean business because you're always dealing with women. You become familiar with them and, and things could progress. And a person should dive into the one who owns money, meaning Hashem. Because there's no business that doesn't have both poverty and wealth. Everything is a facade. The money doesn't really come from the business. It's simply a conduit from Hashem. So everything is according to a person's merit, according to a person's destiny. Hashem runs the show. So Reb Meir maintains that if you keep searching, you will find the ability to arrive at a umnis that is both nikia and kala, and don't fall in to an umnis noshim, which he cannot recommend for people. The Mishnah continues and tells us, Rabbi Shimon ben Alazar Omer, 
Rabbi Shimon ben Allah said, Ra'isa miyamecha, did you ever see in your time Chaya va'of, a beast or a bird, sheyesh laham umnis, that they have a business. I never saw a storefront for an animal. And Hashem provides for them. And He says, And I'm on a higher level than they are. I'm allowed to kill an animal for my benefits. I'm on a higher level than them. So I should certainly be provided for. I'm answerable to Hashem alone. I should also have my panasa provided for. Elo, what happened? Shahoresi Masai that my actions did me in, made it bad for me, Vikipahti as Parnasasi, and they limited my Parnasa. So Rab Shimon bin Allah is saying that Hashem should be able to provide for me with fairly easy for me, I should be able to be provided for, and I should be able to choose any business that I want without having to get involved in a business of women or other difficult businesses, but I'm at fault. Now, this whole theme of business, page 163, this whole theme of business is a fascinating one. The Chobos HaLevavos in Shar HaBitachon asks, if we truly believe that Hashem can provide for whatever we need, without our getting involved in in different businesses, so why doesn't he? There are three answers to be aware of. One answer is that Hashem wants to do things in a manner of nature. He wants us to do something so that at least in retrospect people can attribute to what you did. Now, even if a person were to do something, if he has real solid bitachon, and he was going to do something really wild, like some crazy invention that no one really needs, but he's convinced, and he considers it a shtadlis, and he does it, and Hashem comes through and makes him a millionaire as a result of this crazy invention. So people, in retrospect, will say, Ah, oh, it was a good invention. Right? In retrospect it has not altered the sense of nature in this world. Because at least in retrospect, right, you listen to the stock market reports. After the fact, they, they can tell you everything. After the fact, they'll tell you it went up today because the job market went down be, because people are having more confidence because it's the season that people are buying. They make up a whole story. It doesn't make any more sense than yesterday when it went up or down the other way. But in retrospect, and that's Hashem likes to run his world in nature, so that his hand is hidden, so that people still have free choice. The Chobos Salavobos, though, goes on to give another two reasons which are very introspective. He says the reason we have to work in this world, number one, is for a Nisayon. It's a test, as the mission is going to continue. There are different professions that are prone to cheating people. Certain professions where it's wheeler-dealer, it's constantly in fluctuation, what price do you charge for the item? And, and it's prone to theft. Uh, all kinds of different nisyonos tests as a result of business. 
And the other thing he mentions is that business is put in this world simply to keep us busy and out of trouble. Because if we had it too easy, if we lived a life of retirement, then we would be, have too much time on our hands. Batala is also a mission in Ksubis, Mevi'ali Dezimum, a person just sitting around, it brings to znus, to immoral activity, it makes people go crazy. you got to use your time wisely. But nevertheless, our mission is maintaining that it's really your choice to try to pick a umnis, presumably the Chavos points out something that's conducive for you, depending on your talents. And the mission is pointing out that wealth and lack thereof has absolutely nothing to do with the umnis, as long as it's a sensible, reasonably makes sense that a person could make a living, not just doing crazy things, but you're doing something that looks natural, Hashem can provide sustenance uh, regardless of your choice. Mishnah continues, A person should not teach his child, Chamor, Gamal, Kadar, Safon, Roa, Vichenveni. There's a list here of different professions that are not advisable. The last one, Chenveni, Rashi says, because it's Onna'a, it's common for a shopkeeper to alter the prices depending on how much the person needs the product. Sometimes you walk into a silver store and there's no pro- prices on the item and they assess you. for that item. And you wonder if something else, really it's a $55 item, what's its real price? Roe, a shepherd, moving backwards, that's the famous case of Avram and Lot, that Avram insisted you're not allowed to shepherd your animals in someone else's field. Lot insisted you are. So it's mentioned here that a Roe typically is a thief. He's so taking only, someone only, else's grazing land. What? Even though the biggest davos were all shepherds. Correct. You have to <laughs> I mean, be you have to be really careful. high level to be there. You have to be very careful. You'll see. I mean, people were chenveni. The Chafetz Chaim was a chenveni. Hmm. He's a shopkeeper. It's a caution. It's a word of caution. Right. And there are a number of things in this Mishnah that are a little bit more in the think tank. I mean, a person has to find a job. You have to know, according to your risks, um, which profession is the smartest for you. In fact, the Mishnah right now kind of reverses itself. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Mishmo, there's a different opinion, a different perspective. Hachamorim, you want to know about people who deal with donkeys. They do traveling. Rubam Rishaim, they are indeed most uh, wicked people. Vahagamolim, but the people who deal with camels, Rubam Ksheir, most of them are kosher because they have to constantly think of Hashem because they go through dangerous travels. Hasafonim, people who go on ships. This statement says, Ruben Hasidim, most of them are saintly because they realize, I think it's Rashi, that only thing that separates them from death is a little plank. If it's not Rashi, I saw it in the Pirish on the Mishnayis. But that's the expression, mm. that they realize that they're on the high seas. The Mishnah says, Tov Shaburofim Ligehenim, the best of the doctors go to Gehenim, go to hell. 
and here there is is great, right? There are two <laughs> two quips that are said on this. One is Tveris Yisrael Tov Shabaro from the Gehenim. The best of the doctors goes to Gehenim. If a guy is all caught up with himself that he thinks he's the best of the doctors, hmm. so in a difficult case, he doesn't consult with other people, and it's life and death in the balance, and he's actually a murderer. The Mishnah continues, Akasha Shabbatabachim, the best of the butchers, Shutfa Shalamolek, he's in the company of Amolek, he likes to kill. Again, there were plenty of Shochtim, righteous people. But sometimes a person uses that as an expression of himself. He should be aware that that means that he has a tendency towards such behavior. He's mm. got to be careful. Um, one final quip over here regarding Tov Shebarofim, the best of the doctors, they say that the word Tov is a gematria of 17. A person who, Davin Shmona Esri, with only 17 blessings, because he's a doctor and he doesn't have Kavana by Rifa'enu, <laughs> Hashem should heal us. So he's going to Gehenna. But a person who realizes that he's a conduit from Hashem, so that's fine. On the contrary, many of the greatest Hamidah Chachamim were also doctors.